What? 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 About. 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 What? 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 Welcome to What It's About, the podcast full of poorly researched and strongly held opinions. We are your hosts, Kyle and Claire. How the fuck are you today, Claire? I am 10 out of 10. Glad to hear it. Um, I'm wearing a jumpsuit covered in carrot juice. It's been a day. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I decided to juice a carrot this morning and it's much messier. Oh, you juiced it yourself? I um, recently purchased a juicer, which was the single worst thing I've ever bought. Oh. It's so messy, it goes everywhere, and it is the same price as just buying a juice. (laughs) (laughs) Now I just own this chunky piece of kitchen equipment, and I keep, like, trying to wrangle it, and I just make these disgusting juices and cover my kitchen in juice. Um, So there's a fruit fruit shop nearby uh, with a wonderful name called Boutique des Fruits. (laughs) (laughs) Um, <laughs> and they have, uh, so like it's a fruit shop, but you can go in and just pick any fruits you want and they'll make it into a juice for you. That's delicious. They're so good. And they give you a one quiet discount. If you bring, if you bring back your, uh, juice container for the, for another juice. Oh, it's wonderful. That's great. I, I get it several times a week on my way to work. Yeah. Uh, well, I highly, 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 highly do not recommend home juicing disaster. Um, how are you? I'm uh fine, yeah, normal normal shit. You look a bit brain farty. Uh am I not usually? No. You you look less together than usual. You're a bit dazed, <laughs> dazed and confused, darling. A bit startled. Uh let me let me grab another coffee then. It's weird because I can only see your forehead over the microphone. So There's, there are a few more wrinkles <laughs> than normal. Yeah, I, I think so. You just go by what your eyebrows are telling me. Okay, five facts, five minutes. Let's go. Okay. Um, British adults do what? 17% less now than they did pre-pandemic. Fart. <laughs> why is it always fart, Kyle? Never <laughs> fart. The answer um, is never fart. And why would people fart less now than before the <laughs> pandemic? It doesn't even make sense. Um, because they're eating wonderful home-cooked meals. I think they make you fart more, don't they? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. We'll do a study. Uh, <laughs> um... I don't know why I always make mine into tests for you. It's more interactive. <laughs> I'm, I'm not very good at them either. So. <laughs> you're, you're terrible. Um, so apparently, and I, so I read this on The Guardian today, um, and I don't know where they're sourcing their information from, but apparently 17% of British adults wash less now than they did pre-pandemic. Oh, that's not good. I mean, it's understandable, though. What's the point in Wait, showering? Do you, do you mean wash like shower or yeah. like wash your hands? Shower. Okay. So people have become less hygienic. Um, yeah, that, that makes a whole lot of sense. Yeah. I mean, if you're not going out and you're spending the whole day in your pajamas Mm -hmm. or like just putting a tie on over the top of your, your gym jams for a Zoom meeting. I, um, I have to shower every morning regardless of what I am doing that day. Oh, really? It's like a bit of an OCD thing for me. Mm. I'm a nighttime showerer. I like to go to bed clean. Mm, That's weird. What? No, it's not. It makes completely logical sense. And I always wake up late in the morning. Uh, that's still weird. Uh, disagree. Um, do you know what is the most highly rated movie of all time? Oh, um, um, Paddington Bear 2. Uh, <laughs> Am I right? Uh, <laughs> uh, kind of. <laughs> yes. Kind of. So, um... Oh, watching Paddington Bear, it's actually so good. <laughs> but as a British person that has not been allowed to return to my place of origin for a year and a half, I find it deeply upsetting. Um... Because it's too good. So... Uh, that's actually not what this fact is about. So, uh, at least for Americans, it's, it's kind of widely known that Citizen Kane is supposed to be like the, uh, the best movie of all time. That's what everyone says. I've me, never seen it. I, me either. I'd pick Patting the Bear for sure. Um, but actually recently, uh, according to Rotten Tomatoes, it dropped four spots on their, on their list oh, of, of top movies. Isn't this because they like unearthed uh, a lost critic yes yes exactly so uh they they found a negative review from 1941 (laughs) that was that was added to the site this year um how did they lose it before i i don't know i think um 
Well, because the, it's different between the the critic score and the the just the ratings on the website. Mm. Um, so they have to be from a newspaper or something like that. And I think they're constantly archiving older uh, older pieces and things yeah. like that. So uh, they found this new review from 1941 that was a poor review. Wow. Um, and it dropped the overall score from 100% to 99%. Are people outraged? Uh, no, I, I don't. I don't know if people are that outraged. Um, <laughs> I like you're like I kind of half researched it, but I don't really give a fuck. Um, so Paddington Bear still has a 100 uh, percent Paddington Bear two that is still yeah. has 100 percent score, but I think there were f- I don't know exactly how they do the rankings. There were maybe fewer uh, fewer reviews for it or something like that. So it doesn't sit at number one on their list of the best reviewed movies of all time. I'm going to write to them and complain because it should. <laughs> well, maybe you should just become a, um, movie critic. Yeah, exactly. Me with all of my strongly held opinions. I've seen like four films ever. <laughs> yeah. Um, so the, right now the top five are, it happened one night, 1934, mm-hmm. modern times, 1936, mm-hmm. the wizard of Oz, 1939. I've seen this one. Black Panther, 2018. Ooh, I've seen part of that. And Citizen Kane, 1941. I feel offended because Paddington's not there. <laughs> I don't want to put that It was on the list, but um, it's farther down, like between 10 and 20 somewhere. It's so good. Um, okay, my next one. Uh, the rich are 40% richer now than they were at the beginning of the pandemic, according to The Guardian. Now, can I get some more information on you that? You may. Um, so we're talking about the the elusive 1%. Uh-huh. Um, apparently, they've gained 1.1 trillion US dollars, approximately, collectively. Uh-huh. Um, and so it's been a good time. It's been a good time for, for the, the ultra-rich. Well... We're talking like the Jeff Bezos's. Yeah. Bezos's? Bezos? I've got... Uh, Elon <laughs> Musk's... <laughs> We're talking about them, them kids. Um, I've got some beef with this fact. Okay. Um, I don't know your exact source, but I the read... The Guardian. Uh, well, yes, but it, it depends how they counted it. Mm. Um, because, so I, actually I saw on Reddit pretty recently... Ah, uh, yes, um, that trusted information source. Yes, of course. <laughs> um, that the they had the overall net worth of the you know, the, the billionaires a year ago and today or something like that. But the thing is, is they're measuring from today's standards. Mm. So they're taking the people who are the wealthiest people today mm-hmm. and backtracking to see what their net worth was pre-pandemic. Mm. So the net result of this is that the people who were more successful during pandemic were way more successful. Mm. And the people who were less successful during the pandemic dropped off of that list and you don't hear about them. Mm. So there's a there's a strong bias in this list to say, oh, people got way richer during the pandemic, but it's because they're measuring the rich people now. And there was a uh, and there was a big swing for a lot of people during the pandemic. Um, for example, uh, you know, Jeff Bezos, um, it's not actually his net, I mean, it is his net worth, but it's not actually his money. Mm. You know, a lot of that calculation is because of the Amazon share price Yeah, because he owns a fuck ton of, a fuck ton of Amazon shares. Um, so Amazon got more valuable as a company during this time. So it looks like he has a lot more money. Now that's a bad example because, you know, Jeff Bezos was doing fine before and after, mm. but there are plenty of people who, had their net worth tied up in in some stock. And if that stock didn't respond the same over the pandemic, that stock price went down. Their net worth also went down a lot. And mm. this this uh, survey that you're looking at could have completely missed them. Okay, that's really interesting. I'm going to go back and um, re, re-read more analytically. Um, I think this was also probably a pretty... Uh, biased article because they also talked about how 10% of the UK are currently going to food banks. So hmm. the two of them being in the same article right, would point to right. <laughs> so, <laughs> look at your so little they're, face, they're your not, eye crinkles. They're not looking at uh, the rich people very favorably then. No, is, no, is no. no. We're, we're rich bashing. That's the mood du jour. Kind of. <laughs> Let us ri- rich bash. 
Um, okay, so this fa- this fact is a little bit out there. Um, there was a survey recently done in Canada of the most accepted conspiracy theories. Ah. Uh. Amazing. Um, <laughs> um, it's got to be that ghosts are real or aliens. Um, uh, I don't know if the ghost is a conspiracy theory, um, but you're you're pretty on the head with uh, aliens because the number one most believed conspiracy theory is that UFOs do exist. Yeah. Um, and is it? But is is being like I believe in aliens, UFOs? Is that in itself a conspiracy theory, or is it only a conspiracy theory if you're like? I believe in aliens, the US government knows about it, and they are conspiring to cover it up. Because just being like, I believe in a made-up thing, I mean, that would make, like, ghosts, aliens, religion, all just conspiracies. Um, I don't know how to answer that question. Um, I mean, I like, see... Surely it's only a conspiracy if you believe someone's trying to, like, cover it up. Yeah, I see your point, but... I don't know. UFOs are like the classic conspiracy theory. So like when, you know, like when you're talking about ghosts, I'm like, yeah, that's not really a conspiracy theory. But like UFOs are the classic conspiracy theory. But Carl, what if ghosts are real? The US government knows about it and they're keeping it from us. Mm, I would suppose that's a that's a conspiracy. Then. <laughs> now it is. Um, so some of the other uh, very highly rated uh, conspiracy theories mm. Um, COVID-19 was created in a lab. Great. That's the, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That's, that's a good one. That's the next most believed. Oh my um, God, that's so terrifying. Uh, <laughs> uh, the next, uh, why is that terrifying? That people believe that COVID was created in a lab and like put input, input, inputted, input, oh uh-huh. my brain, was like sent into the world to kill people on purpose. That it just makes me very sad. That's, um, uh, I'm oh, my not, God, Carl, I'm you not, don't believe it, do you? Hold on. Oh, my on. God. I'm not really sure that I want to be talking about this on our podcast, but Very fair. That, is, that, is not, that is not what the conspiracy theory what is, is. What is the conspiracy theory? Explain it to me better. Uh, basically, it has to do with gain-of-function research. I that, do not know what that is. Uh, basically, that there were people, not that somebody was trying to create a super bug that was going to kill everyone, mm. but that people in a lab were um, were doing tests on different viruses and how they would adapt, uh, basically how you can increase their function mm. uh, by adapting them with different animals and with viruses that come from different animals. Um, so the, the theory or the hypothesis, whatever you want to call it, um, doesn't, uh, it doesn't say that it was done out of malice or mm. that this was somebody trying to attack the planet, but merely that we somehow ended up with this disease, not because of something that happened in nature, but because, accident, uh, accident. yeah, but that, but that it was the result of some research that was going on in a lab somewhere. Oh, I did not know that. Tell me the other, um, Highest believe conspiracies. Oh, you like this one? This is this is number three. Uh, of, so the, these are these rankings are based on the percentage of people who believe them to be true, according to the survey. Mm-hmm. The car crash that killed Princess Diana was an assassination, not an accident. Done by the Queen. I mean, that's fact. I think. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, no. Oh. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. <laughs> Um, let me see what else is on here. There's a, there's a few other COVID ones. Um, there's a link between 5G internet and COVID-19. 6% of survey respondents believe that one. Do you know, when I hear about... Not, hold on, 9% said that COVID-19 vaccines include a chip that will be used to track individuals. <laughs> Great. <laughs> I find it weirdly comforting. I'm just like, humanity's so dumb. <laughs> I am um, once had this friend at university and he was on my course we studied together and he was like a very smart individual he, like got good grades was like very very this like very normal dude um and we were working on a project together at my place once and we were like chit-chatting about stuff and he was like oh yeah well you know like the chemtrails and I was like the what he's like oh well you know like um airplane trails in the sky that's the government like for like spreading pesticides over us and trying to reduce the fertility rate 
And mm-hmm. I was like, wait, what, sorry? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he, he was just this normal dude from like Kent that just really, really believed that the government was tr- making us all infertile. Um, it was very alarming. Yeah, I mean, the, uh, I mean, people are becoming, I don't know if people are becoming more infertile, <laughs> but as we, <laughs> said last, as we said last week, there are less babies being born. Well, that's, um, I'm going to, are you done with your conspiracies? Do we have more? Um, I, oh, I got a whole page of them. Oh, um, do but quick the, fire. the next, uh, so the, the next few like very highly believed ones are, uh, any of the J- JFK assassination theories. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a bit like princess Diana, isn't it? Uh, yeah, pretty much. Um, a human being has already been cloned. Right. Uh, Bigfoot exists. Nine <laughs> Eleven uh, was an inside job. Yeah, yeah. Um, those are all. Um, yeah, th- those are all the highest, the highest ranked of them. <sighs> Do you believe any conspiracy theories, Carl? Um. My last one um, relates to one that you talked about last week. Um, a new study has come out. Mine are all very England-focused uh, today. Um, a new study has come out. The UK birth rate is declining. Um, do you know what ratio... Oh, um, is that the right word? Do you know how many babies a woman needs to have to like maintain the population? I don't know if this is England-specific. I would assume so. Um, how many like, how many babies do I need to have to do my uh, my part of um, keeping the population that... To keep keeping... the population growing? Yeah. I mean, the population is, is growing anyway. I know. So I would say less than one. 2.1. No. Women are meant to have 2.1 babies, and that will keep us at a steady rate where we don't have an aging population. Right now in England, it is 1.6 babies per woman, and by 2023, it is expected to drop to 1.4. Rock and roll. Isn't that crazy? Um, and this article I read, so this, I read one like coverage of it on the BBC and another one on the Guardian and uh, they're just like, experts do not know why women are not having babies. I'm like, do you know how expensive that shit is? <laughs> like, are you kidding? I literally went to the gynecologist this week and was like, I do not want to have children right now. And she was like, but why? You're old. I'm like, are you going to pay for this child? They're so expensive. Cool. Uh, yeah, that's it. Five facts, five minutes-ish. Well, we're at about 15. Whoopsies. I really have no idea what today's segment's about, Carl. Let me tell you. Today, we're talking about Reddit. Oh, dear. Um, So there's a subreddit called Unpopular Opinion. Oh dear. <laughs> um, so this is a uh, actually a fairly lighthearted and fun subreddit where, of course, people post their unpopular opinions. And according to the rules of the subreddit, you're supposed to upvote if you disagree with them. So the most unpopular opinions go to the top of the... Yes, of course, okay, that you know, just because of the way humans work, that's not always how it is. Um, you know, people just upvote things that, you know, whatever, that they just want to see on the internet. Uh, things are funny. <coughs> is, it, is it funny? Is it mean? Is it sad? What's the, the um, tone? There's a, there's a combination of all of those things. Mm-hmm. Um, they have very strict uh, no politics rules. Oh, how do you have an opinion about something that isn't politics? Well, let me tell you. Right. <laughs> Um, no, so what I did was I basically um, I surfed between the top posts of the last month and the top posts of the last year, okay. and I just pulled out some that I thought would either be funny or that I thought you would be able to comment on. That we'd argue about. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Number one, premature ejaculation is hot. <laughs> um, no. Sorry. <laughs> uh, so here's uh, here's you, her would justification. Would you like to argue the case that it is? I don't want to argue, but I'll, I'll sure? read you. I'll read you her uh, the the poster's um, thoughts on it. Mm-hmm. The idea that a man is so aroused that he can barely last long enough when he's finally inside you is extremely attractive to me. Well, I'm pleased for her and her premature <laughs> ejaculating partner. Uh, I mean, premature ejaculation is nothing to be embarrassed about. Uh, but I wouldn't say something to be super proud about either. 
Uh, okay, here's another one. Fuck you if you record yourself giving things to homeless people. What? 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 Wait, 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 wait. What do they mean? Like, people on the internet, they're like, look how kind I am. I give yeah, you haven't things. seen all these, like, Facebook videos oh. where, where they, like, show somebody pulling up alongside a homeless person and giving them a hot meal or a drink or money or something yeah, like I've that? Yeah, I've seen these. Um, the last one I saw just made me really angry. They, they generally made me really angry. It was this man in America who um, had no legs, and he was giving a homeless man with one leg his crutches. And I'm, I'm like, people, no, wait, let me explain why. I'm like, people are like commenting on it and they're like, oh, that's so nice of him. Oh, that's so nice that he's giving that man his crutches. And I'm like, are you all fucking nut jobs? Like, what fucking world do we live in that a homeless man with one leg cannot get crutches? <laughs> like, are you all insane? Or like there's one I saw a little while, well, a little while ago, like four years ago, where it's like, Young boy needs electric wheelchair, cannot afford one. So local university students build him one. Yeah, that's like, exactly it. No, that's exactly it. What is exactly wrong with American it. healthcare? Yeah, yeah. You have so much money. Give the poor kid a wheelchair. Give the man with one leg crutches. You're all brain dead. Oh. Uh, you have homeless people in the UK, yeah? Yeah, we do. Do they get healthcare? Yes, they do. Probably not enough and not good enough quality. Just not homes. Yeah, just not homes. No homes for them. <laughs> Um, I just like yelling at America. <laughs> I just really like that someone's worse than we it's, are. It's pretty well deserved, usually. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> telling a guy to man up is the same as telling a woman to get back in the kitchen. <laughs> um, do you know? I think I agree. Man up, Kyle. Get back in the kitchen um, there. I mean, this is like, you know, it's it's basically, it's just about like gender stereotypes or bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. <laughs> and I, I, they, yeah. Yeah. I mean, funny. <sighs> um, what's your, what's your favorite flavor of ice cream, Claire? I don't like ice cream. I have sensitive teeth. <sighs> okay. I know, it's terrible, isn't it? If um I was going to pick an ice cream, it would probably be like something pretentious and middle class, like a good old sorbet. Okay. Like a ras- raspberry sorbet. What are your thoughts on vanilla? Fine. Yeah? Yeah. This Can't go is, wrong with vanilla. This unpopular opinion, opinion is vanilla is not quote-unquote plain. It is a flavor, and it's a damn good one, too. <laughs> Nothing wrong with vanilla ice cream? Um, I do not like vanilla things. Why? I just think it's so boring, yeah. Vanilla has this weird sort of like, I, I don't know, the taste of vanilla makes me think of air freshener. Like that kind of like round mouth feel where you're like, nah. I have no idea what you're talking about. I have never had a vanilla air freshener. No? And I don't know what the mouth feel you're talking about is. You know, I'm not going to explain. Too annoying. Great. Great, to, <laughs> great talking to you, as usual. <laughs> I just saw it through in my head, and I was like, I just can't be asked. <laughs> Too hard. Next one. Kids who succeed academically deserve scholarships more than kids who are good at sports. Well, I agree. Do you? Um, I don't know. We don't really have the same, like, um, collegiate sport thing in England. So if you're, like, good at basketball, you're not going to get into, like, a smart university. Is it because nobody's good at basketball? Uh, I think so, yeah. Um, I actually pretty well disagree with this one. Okay, tell me why, Carl. Why, if you are good at hitting a baseball, do you deserve to go to brainy person uni if you're not brainy? Well, because we live in the real world, Claire. Do we? <laughs> <laughs> Do we? You live in Reddit, it seems. Um, universities make money. Mm. They make money by having sports programs that people buy tickets to. Oh, not in that, England. That they sell that they sell television rights to for like the NCAA. I can't believe that people like pay money and watch university students like run around. 
Well, uh, like they're not even like professionals, are they? Or are they? Do like do the do the kids get paid, or do they just get cheap school? No, the kids don't get paid. Actually, that's that's kind of been the big the big hot topic over the last several years. Is that basically the NCAA mm. um, is like the industry uh, that industry isn't the right word. Um, governing board, I guess, mm. that that covers all college sports. They make a fuck ton of money. And Where does it go? Uh, I mean, a lot of money goes back to the schools, but the NCAA as a company makes money also, I think. Yeah. Um, it seems very unfair that if they're making money off the talents of um, young people, that they're those young people... I mean, are these people teenagers? What are they, like 18 to 21? Yeah. 22? Like, why aren't they getting paid? Well, because they're in college. So? I had a job in college. I think the, I think the, you know, there's a, there is a, uh, you know, a purity aspect to it where if people were getting paid, then it would be, you know, it would be even worse. I mean, there's but, but already like, kind what of, if you're, what if you're an American football player and you, you know, you're, you're set to make it big and you play all through college and then in your last year you have an injury and you can't play again. And a company has made money off of you for years. You've never seen a penny yeah. of it. And now you don't have a good education because all you did was run around throwing footballs. Yeah. Well, like, that's, you're fucked. That's the argument. But, I mean, you know, in theory, these kids are getting a free education at, you know, a top-rated university also. I mean, of course, there's, like, the stereotype, you know, whether or not those students are actually learning anything or getting degrees in something that matters yeah. is a different story. But... Um, you know, they are getting a free education and, you know, whether or not it's right, the, the schools are making a lot of money on this stuff. Mm. And I'm sorry, but like, this is, like I said, this is the real world. They, they got money coming in, um, that they have a right to support what makes them money. Yeah. I, I also, I also don't think that I, at being a musician, I don't think I want to live in a world where it's just like math or get the fuck out. Yeah, I mean, I'm a writer, so I would have (laughs) really, really struggled. Um, So, yeah, I agree with that. And I also think it takes all sorts of people. Um, You need all, you need, you need all people, Carl. That is my conclusion. (laughs) (laughs) You need, okay. You need all people. Okay. If you need a wheelchair due to your weight, it should be mandatory that it's a manual chair rather than a powered chair. That's so horrible and like fat shamey and <laughs> nasty. Oh, that's really mean. Uh, no comment on that one, huh? Yeah, let's. I just, I think that's really mean. Boo, 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 boo. Move on. Uh, Reddit loves to dunk on Christianity, but it's afraid to say anything about other religions because that's considered intolerant. This is odd and hypocritical because modern day religion in the Middle East is far more barbaric, misogynistic, and violent than modern day Christianity. Christ, Carl, going in with a heavy one there. (laughs) Jesus. Um, I think that... I think that Christianity is predominantly a white Western religion and we shit on the world for so long that now, we, I say we, I was raised like loosely Christian. Um, I think that people just need to like shut up. Like just stop talking about it. Religion's crazy. I think the other problem is that um, Christianity, Christianity is pretty widespread and a lot of other religions are very closely related to um, a race or like a ethnicity. Yeah, but because Christians were so busy doing all the conquering and pillaging, yeah. it's everywhere. But I think like, if you know, if you come, you know, like Trump being anti-Muslim is like considered racist, even though like that's a religion, you know? Yeah, that's true. I hadn't thought of that before. Um, so I think, I think it's easy to, you know, it's easy to make fun of Christianity, Christianity, because, um, as you said, it's, it's the, you know, the quote unquote dominant people and in the, in the U S and in Europe, at least it's all the white people. So it's easy, it's easier to make fun of them because they're not like a, a, you know, an otherwise, um, 
you know, persecuted class of people. Yeah. Uh, okay, this is a lighthearted one. I enjoy getting my sleeves wet when I wash my hands. <laughs> That's horrible. That must be one of the worst feelings in the world. No, actually, do you know what the worst, the worst thing in the entire world is? Wet socks. <laughs> worse, Kyle. It's when you're wearing a jumpsuit so, and you have to go to the loo and you peel the top off and then the sleeve goes in the loo. Oh, oh. no. And then you don't realise, so you put it back on, you're like, did that happen today? Oh, it did not happen today. Okay. But it has happened, and I have just had to walk around with uh, a piss sleeve for a day. <laughs> <laughs> it's not ideal. Have you ever dropped your phone in a toilet? Oh, absolutely. Did Who you, hasn't? Did you save it? I've never dropped my phone in a toilet. Never. Never. Um, I have dropped my phone in a Chinese squat toilet. Oh, mm. did you did you rescue it? I hate to say I did. Ah. <laughs> Do you know what? I use those, I use those tongs that they put next to the toilet. Ah. <laughs> and I got it out and I was like, I now do not know what my next move is. Um, so this one has a photo to go, go along with it. Eating cereal with water is better than with milk. That's disgusting. <laughs> I also don't like cereal, really, which I believe is quite an unpopular opinion. Well, this person likes cereal so much that they say the taste of milk conflicts with the taste of the cereal. (laughs) (laughs) While still giving the same texture, water does not ruin the taste of cereal. (laughs) So milk, what they're actually saying is milk ruins cereal. Yeah. Okay. Um... Here's another here's another food related one. My husband believes running pizza underwater to cool it down is acceptable. <laughs> that is unacceptable. <laughs> and and woman or man out there, whoever you are, get a divorce. Um I I think you know I thought about this one a lot after I read it though, and I th- I also think it probably wouldn't really fuck with the taste at all. Shall like, we have? I'm not, shall I'm we have sure. pizza for dinner? <laughs> Can you run all of your slices under the tap? I'm not sure it would have much of an impact. Also, pizza gets really cold really quick because it's so thin. Yeah, it's just not about? necessary. What a lunatic. So I used to work in an office with uh, lots of middle aged women, um, and they would roast me all the time for various things that they thought were idiotic or just the way I talked about things or whatever. Reasonable. I can already Um, understand their point of view. And I was, uh, I was like in the kitchen reheating pizza in the microwave and somebody just came back and was making chit chat with me about eating cold pizza or something. I love cold pizza. And yeah, I don't mind cold pizza either. Um, but I was like, yeah, I was going to put it in the toaster because <laughs> I thought that would be better. And you she, idiot. And she literally goes, oh my God, I'm not even going to tell anyone you said that. <laughs> you idiot. It would get hot and all the cheese would slide off. You idiot. <laughs> It's, it seems perfectly reasonable at the time. Um, you twit. <laughs> all right, here we go. Adding skin colors to emojis was a step back. What, instead of them all being yellow now? Yeah, be- emojis should have just stayed yellow colored. What's the point of choosing a certain skin color? For each emoji, you mainly choose manually choose the skin color that applies to you, but why is it important? It just shows how obsessed people today still are with skin color and how they have to differentiate between each other by all means. Oh, blimey. Um, don't we think, we think, don't, isn't white yellow? Like, that's why they're all yellow. Like, the Simpsons are yellow, isn't it? And they're white people. Oh, I didn't think about it like that. Yeah. Like, that's why people are, were like, come on, because the yellow emoji is a white person. I just know that the Kardashians get in trouble for using, like, slightly darker shade of emoji color than, than they actually are. Lots of people do, yeah. Oh, I mean... It's like on, it's like on Twitter, people get ridiculed if they use, like, a... a black emoji or like a darker skin shade emoji if they're white i use yellow um i think i use yellow too actually but also i mean i mainly text on wechat and on wechat that's the only option available they're all yellow they're all yellow making no comments about race on that one 
Um, <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, y'all is a brilliant use of the English language, and I refuse to be told otherwise. I fucking love y'all. <laughs> I love y'all. It is full of joy. It is gender neutral. It encompasses y'all people, all people, you all. It's great. Ten out of ten. Love it. Yeah, um, it's a it's a handy contraction for sure. Yeah, I used to hate it, and then I had a friend from Georgia, um, and she used to say y'all all the time like that, and it made me really happy. Oh, this this poster is from the UK. Oh, really? I'm British from a small town in the middle of England. Nobody ever says y'all, and yeah. I don't get why. Um, my. You know, my mother is deeply concerned that I'm becoming less British and more American. And my Because use, you say y'all. My use of y'all is a big part of that. Hey, y'all. And she says, what is it? Well, I'll say, say oh, thank you. She's <laughs> like, why, why are you speaking out of your nose? <laughs> thank you. Uh, Amazon could really use a filter out Chinese sellers option. <laughs> I mean... Excluding the whole uh, racism issue, it is well annoying when you buy something and then you discover it will arrive in 27 weeks. Mm. Um, yeah, I think also that I think people are annoyed at the volume that came in to Amazon when they opened up uh, drop shipping from China as an option. Uh, because before it was all American stores shipped from the U.S. and the the quality control and everything was managed by American companies. And then, was it last year or something? Uh, Amazon opened it up for Chinese sellers to be able to ship directly. And because there are so many different manufacturers in China... I mean, um, the quantity of people. Yeah, well, but, but, you know, now that that became a viable business model for sellers in China to sell on Amazon and drop ship to somebody directly in the U.S., um, it just, you know, there was a huge influx of... Uh, you know, different listings for different products that are made by different manufacturers when really we didn't need it as Americans. Just sounds a little bit like keep America, America, American jobs, American people, American things. And then I'm like, but dude, do you want to pay for that American made iPhone? We already talked about this. No, because it costs $10,000. No, I think it's, uh, I don't think it's like that. I think that um, it's just a quality control issue, really. Are you saying Chinese products are shit, Carl? No, I'm saying that everyone knows that most products are made in China. But if you're an American company importing these things, then usually you keep a good handle on what's going on and, and the, the quality of the product that you're selling. But if you're a, just a blanket seller in China, those things are less important. Hmm. Interesting. Is that racist? I don't think it's got anything to do with it. I don't know. You're 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 giving me you're giving me that face like I don't know about that one. <laughs> yeah, I don't know about that. Might one. request an edit on this one. <laughs> I mean, you said it, not me. Uh, <laughs> uh, here's a racist one for you. All chihuahuas are so damn ugly. I mean, I haven't seen an attractive chihuahua. <laughs> Oh, I bet. Oh, I have a really good Chihuahua story. I don't know if I can tell it. I'm going to tell it. Mm, no, I'm going to tell it. I have this ex-boyfriend who um, his mother had a Chihuahua and it had a really dumb name. And it used to hump people all the time. But she used to encourage it. So she used to be like, hump him, hump him, good boy, hump him, hump him. No, and no. then this Chihuahua would go nuts and hump everybody. And it was the first time I met her, and obviously I really wanted her to like me. So I just sat on the sofa and was, like, weirdly humped by the dog. <laughs> oh. <laughs> for, like, for, like, two days. And I was like, you can't, like, what do you say? And then any time she turned her back, I'd be like, get off me, get off me. It was horrible. Um, I had uh, I had a colleague who had a non-fixed dog, mm. male dog, and this dog literally had like a fuck toy, like a Aww, like, like a, a stuffed hump. animal dog Aww. that it would like rape. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. 
and I was like, why don't you just fix your dog so that it doesn't need to fucking hump objects around the house in order to stay? Like, it's horrible. Being humped by a dog is one of the worst things ever. <laughs> Being humped by a dog in front of your boyfriend and boyfriend's mum. Real bad. <laughs> While they cheer it on. <laughs> God. I know for a fact he listens to the podcast. I'm, <laughs> I'm talking to you. Don't tell your mum I said that. I still want Christmas cards. <laughs> the first 10 to 15 minutes of Pixar's Up is the only reason why it's so beloved. The rest of the movie wasn't a quote-unquote masterpiece. Um, I haven't seen it. You haven't seen Up? No. Oh, it's great. <laughs> down. <laughs> down. <laughs> down. I haven't seen it. I feel like I need a bit of um, like Pixar or a bit of Disney at the minute. A little, you should, little you should definitely watch Up. Will it make me cry? Uh, I, I'm, a, I'm afraid to answer for spoilers. <laughs> that means you will weep. I mean, I always weep. When am I not weeping? Women who make fun of men for wearing cargo shorts or pants just have pocket envy. I mean, if ever you, I was... You suffer from extreme I, pocket envy. Oh, I have extreme pocket envy because um, women not being allowed pockets is um, the patriarchy in fashion and it fills me full of rage. Well, I don't need to carry things. You don't need keys. You don't need Wait money. Wait a second. You don't need a credit card. Don't, aren't most, Give me pockets. Aren't most women's clothes made or designed by women? No, of course not. What are you talking about, you lunatic? I mean... There's just this assumption that we're happy to carry around these stupid little bags. I hate having a handbag. It makes me so annoyed. Why can't I just have pockets? So now I strategically make sure most of my clothes have pockets. But it's really hard when you buy clothes on the internet because they don't have a does it have pockets filter. Mm. That's what we need. Mm. A does it have pockets filter. Mm. And if it doesn't, I'm not buying it. Mm. Um, my colleague calls... Um, her boobs, God's pocket, which really confuses me because they're not pocket shaped. Um, you can't put stuff in there, though. Well, you put stuff in your bra, but that wouldn't be God's pocket. That would be your bra pocket. God didn't make bras. Um, God made everything, Claire. <laughs> Surely God's pocket would be like your butthole. <laughs> only, your when you're, only when you're crossing the border. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, that makes sense. What are your thoughts on uh, cargo pants, though? Um, I love a pocket. You know, if I see me a man with many pockets, I think that man could hold my belongings because I cannot. I I, no, actually, though, like if I was wearing cargo pants, you wouldn't comment on it. I feel like you might. No, I give very little fucks about what you wear, really, Carl. Okay. I can't even see you right now. We're in the same room. <laughs> Perfect. Um, do you know what I heard? This might be an unpopular, unpopular opinion. My boyfriend said to me on Saturday, real men don't wear shorts. <laughs> I I completely agree. I haven't worn I haven't worn shorts since about the fifth grade. That was the beginning and end of the entire conversation. He just turned to me and said, "Real men don't wear shorts," and that was it. I yeah no seriously I don't shorts? I don't, don't even get, own a pair. Don't you get hot legs? No. What do you swim in? Well, it doesn't count. <laughs> like, what am I supposed to wear? Jeans to the beach? Well, I don't know. No, I Apparently. have. I have like a, a bathing suit, but that's not <laughs> a that's bathing not, suit. That's I'm not imagining the same you as... in one of those little like stripy things that the Victorians wore, like do, do, do. <laughs> <laughs> like you're bathing up. What the fuck do you call it? You swimming shorts. <laughs> swimming shorts. Okay. Or swim trunks. Swim trunks. I have one pair of swim trunks. Mm. Um, other than that, no, I don't own, own shorts. Yeah. Oh. Don't plan to. That's unusual. Um, yeah, I thought that was an odd. I, I have no issue with men wearing shorts. What if uh, they were wearing cargo shorts? Would the utility of the pockets balance out the youthfulness of the exposed knee? <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't know how to answer that question. Uh, I also, I don't carry an umbrella unless I absolutely have to. No, me either. Um, I, but don't you think me and you are both quite tall for the average populace, populace for the average person. Um, so when it's raining and everyone has umbrellas, I perpetually get stabbed in the eye. Yes. <laughs> it's so annoying. And I get so angry. Like, if you touch me with your umbrella, I will immediately be filled with rage. 
Like, nothing will make me hate you quicker than you hitting me on the head with your umbrella. Yeah, all right, the next one. Being fuck-zoned is 100 times worse than being friend-zoned. Please explain what fuck-zoned is. The highest compliment I can receive from someone is that they actually enjoy spending time with me, that they like who I am and consider me a friend. Now imagine in the eyes of a person you care about that the only value you have to them is that your body can make them feel good. They They don't enjoy your company. They never really cared what you had to say. They probably don't even like you, but they like the way you're shaped. Now... When you first told me you were going to do something Reddit related, I did Google what is an incel. And it feels relevant to that. Um, I went on some very deep internet journeys this afternoon, Kyle. Okay. Uh, The incels were banned on Reddit. Oh, really? Yeah, several years ago, actually. Um, Where do they exist now? Uh, I don't know. Um, actually there's a, uh, so what did you read about incels? Uh, um, I read a very, very long article about, um, how in like the incel movement was started and it was started by apparently, um, by a queer Canadian artist who was a woman who was like unsure about her sexuality and she was like, oh, I'm like involuntary celibate because I don't really know what I'm doing. And I want to create like a support forum, mm-hmm. like a bajillion million years ago, mm-hmm. like when the internet was a baby. And then it like grew into this crazy thing and got all like twisted and yeah. crazy. There's actually a really great podcast um, uh, that Reply All did. You ever listen to Reply All podcast? No. Um, so they did a they did a podcast probably interviewing the same person um, and talked about kind of the uh, the birth of the incel movement and all this stuff. And they had a, a really interesting uh, take on it is that uh, so basically there are, you know, there are people who remain incels mm. and the effect that talking to lots of other incels has on them is kind of, um, you know, it, it just encourages these kind of hateful thoughts and it's like an echo chamber and, yeah. and, you know, uh, but it's like that it's herd mentality. Um, so like, you know, one person does it so everybody else does it and I you know I think that's why you know like people go people go crazy don't they like was why why do protests become violent because one person starts and mm-hmm. everybody ripples or mm-hmm. and like that on the internet I think is so easy to do because your words are so easy tip 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 tap tip here's your word here's your opinion but it really incites some fucking terrifying things yeah but the but the thing is is that the people who kind of get out of it like somebody who gets laid or gets a girlfriend is out is out so the only people remaining because if you if become more and more and more extreme yeah, it's ex- like a exactly yeah cult so, so the only people who are left are the people who have been in this mindset for the longest of times. Mm. And, um, you know, it, it, you can see why it became so dark so quickly. Yeah. Um, but it's horrible. Y- yeah, they banned it, – it was, it was one of the most popular subreddits and it got banned a couple years ago. Terrifying that was so popular. I think, like, going back seriously to what the – you know, the thing you just read me, that unpopular opinion, I think – Viewing, uh, but the this this unpopular opinion is basically the opposite of that. Yeah. It's saying that like being used for sex is horrible yeah. and when you should be valued as a whole human being. Yeah. Yeah. I think using anyone for anything ever is horrible. Mm. Um it just seems I don't know, my gut instinct was like a uh, man wrote that and then my gut response is like welcome to being objectified. <laughs> like dude, it's been going on for a really long time. Have you only just noticed? Have you just realized it's horrid? Yeah. Um if you don't want to move up in a company or get a super high paying job because you don't want to deal with people and stress, that is fine. No comment. <laughs> no comment. Uh, yeah, I mean yeah, I I, I like highly motivated people, and my wife and all my friends are that. So I have trouble relating to that. But do I, you know? I mean, I suppose like we as society, we need we need people to do jobs that other people don't want to do. Yeah, and also I think constantly searching for the next thing, always being like. Bigger, better, more, bigger, better, more, more money to buy a bigger house, which costs more money to get a bigger car, which needs more fuel, which costs more money and everything, more, 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 more all the time. 
I think that can be really, really dangerous. And I think it can make you not enjoy life very much. Whereas maybe sometimes it's better to just be like, hey, like what I have and what's around me is great. And I want to enjoy this. Like I have one friend who I think is amazing and she runs her own business, which is successful, but she works exactly enough to fund her life and like not an hour more. Mm. Um, you know, she's got like a, a, a safety net, which she's worked for. And she's like, you know, earned money in the bank just in case it's a rainy day. She surfs. She's a gardener. She's a kick-ass human being. Um, and she's really happy. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, I try to be a very like motivated person and I would love to have like a super successful career. And I love doing creative side projects like this podcast. But I don't know if that always makes me very happy because I'm always like chasing more. Mm. Yeah, I, I dig it, but um, yeah, let's leave it there. Um, it should be illegal for a newspaper to post the name and picture of someone charged with a crime. It should only be allowed after conviction. Charged with a crime. So it should only be allowed if the crime is proven to be true. Right. I don't really know how I feel about that. I think I can see different sides. I feel like there are a lot of people that are charged with crimes that aren't convicted and I think they probably should be like I'm thinking of like rapey Hollywood people Mm. I mean I think the the point here is about like slander like it like if someone's accused of if someone's accused of a crime that could ruin their life or their career even if you know that wasn't true or they weren't actually convicted of anything. Yeah. Again, I think a lot of people that get accused of a crime and then it's not taken to court are men that are violent against women. So like we know that like rapes and domestic violence cases don't get prosecuted because Mm. it's horrible. Um, So that's my, that would be my, I'm like, "Mm, I think you should be allowed to name people that have been accused. But when it, when is like accused, like when does a newspaper have to prove that it's done like it's due diligence? Yeah, well, I mean, the my my thing with it is that like you have freedom of the press. I mean, you, you have to be able to report on on what's happening. Yeah, I think freedom of the press is very, very important. Otherwise, who's going to tell everybody when the government's doing terrible things and we need to be angry? Like um, the Windrush scandal. Um, okay. Uh, there's just two more. Chess should not have separate women's tournaments and titles. Yeah. Why does it? <laughs> I don't know. That just seems completely illogical. Like how, how are my breasts relevant to the board game? <laughs> you might distract your opponent with some sneaky cleavage with your God's pocket. <laughs> uh, did you, uh, did you watch that Netflix movie, uh, The Queen's Gambit? Um, I believe it was a TV series, no? Oh, I didn't watch it, I haven't clearly. watched it either. <laughs> um, People keep telling me to, but um, I don't watch a huge amount of television because the minute I start, then that's just my whole world and I will be awake forever watching uh-huh. TV and will not do, do my job, uh-huh. which is go to work. <laughs> um, and the last one here, which is my personal favorite. I love it when people take a smelly poop at my home. <laughs> Ew. Some people are... Don't yuck other people's yum, Kyle. Um, People are into weird stuff. uh, So I I think it's only fair to read the description. It's not because I like the smell or anything. I'm not that type of weird. But when they take that dump and realize, oh, fuck, this smells, (laughs) and they have to leave the bathroom and look me in the eyes, that's power. I like the description. Um, my least favorite thing in the entire world is going into the cubicle at work right after someone and being like, wow. <laughs> wow. And it's so bad that I've literally, and I don't want to be rude and I don't want to shame people for having bodily functions, but it, you know, within the last, I'm not going to say that. Um, I have <laughs> recently walked into a bathroom and just gone, no, 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 no. Good God, no. And like, you know, the poor person is there washing their hands. <laughs> you're like whoa no um that's it what's your what's your most unpopular opinion claire i've got a lot of unpopular opinions carl i've got a lot you want to give me one i'm thinking what's your most unpopular opinion um i think that in many cases djing is harder than being a musician 
Ooh. <laughs> Ooh, um, that's divisive. Uh, I, well, I am a musician and a DJ. I was a musician for a long, long time longer than I've been a DJ for. Um, no, but usually, like, when my band is playing a set, like, we just play a set. That's We've rehearsed it. That's that's it. You know, it, it doesn't matter who turns up or what what's going on. Like we're gonna play that set no matter what. You know, yeah. it's it's our music. That's what we do. But when I go to DJ, it's like, you know, there are, there are no rules. And you have to read the room, right? You have to read the room. You have to adapt to what's going on. Um, you know, and it can change from minute to minute. It, you know, it can always change. Actually, one of my good DJ friends um, said one something that really stuck with me that that uh chinese crowds are so unforgiving for djs like you play one song that they don't like and everybody's just out they'll they'll go on to the next bar or they'll go do something else or they'll go out for a smoke or whatever you know in london if, if you commit to going to a club clubs like there won't be another club near that club and it's like a bajillion pounds to get there in a cab and leaving's a faff and you pay to get in so it, the DJ could be absolute shite and you're there. Like <laughs> In Shanghai, I've literally walked in somewhere and been like, it smells weird. I'm leaving. <laughs> <laughs> or all the time, actually, people will. This is like a thing at Chinese clubs where people will kind of come and stick their head in. Even, you know, even if there's a cover or something, they'll, they'll, they'll come in and stick their head in and see what the vibe is like inside before they decide to come in or not. Yeah. Because there are 10 million other bars or clubs that they can go to on the same street. Yeah. And also, I think often in Chinese clubs, you've got to buy a table, right? And if you're doing that, you're committing. Mm. Um, You got any unpopular opinions? Um, I think my unpopular opinion is probably is that a lot of issues are way more gendered than people think they are. Hmm. I think there's so much stuff which relates back to gender. Um, and I I am a, a strident feminist. Strident, Kyle. I don't really know what that word means, but I imagine it means me striding in a powerful manner. Mm. Um, and, like, I know it always annoys you because I always group things where I'm like, this has happened to women. You're like, oh, is that helpful? And I'm like, yes. So I think that's probably unpopular. Um, I think so the you world don't, you is don't think that gender women. is a social construct? I mean, gender is a social construct, but it's a social construct that means I get shit on a lot. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And that is bad. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, I've got so many more things to say. Just stop me there. Now for our last segment, late to the game. Um, Claire, what are you? What are you caught up on recently? <sighs> nothing, Kyle. Nothing. I've done nothing. I don't even know where I've been for the last week. <sighs> I don't. I don't really have a good. All my late to the games recently have been rewatching things because I subscribe to ICE, which mm. is a, a Chinese movie streaming platform, yeah. and they. They basically don't have new movies. <laughs> <laughs> don't, but see, this would annoy me because when I watch old movies now, it's like I can't not see like the like the gender stereotyping and the sexism and the homophobia, and like I can't get past it. Um, Does it not bother you? Uh, I'm just trying to think of what I watched recently that might apply to that. I know the last one I said was the Terminator, which <laughs> seems like it would apply to that. But it, but like it's literally fucking Do Arnold Schwarzenegger you, is a robot. The, so does the Terminator pass the what's it test? The what test? Oh my gosh! I know I'm a bad feminist because I've forgotten her name. The lady that did the test. Um, Oh my god, my brain. The one where she's like, are there two named female characters that talk to each other for one minute or more about something that isn't a man? Oh, Oh, geez. the Bechdel test. Alison Bechdel. Okay. The Bechdel test. Um, I've never seen The Terminator, but I'm going to go ahead and say no. <laughs> no, I don't think it does. There's, I mean, the, the main character is a woman. Um, 
I don't know if there's more than one woman in the movie. <laughs> Does she talk to another woman about something that isn't a man for more than one minute? Uh, no, I mean, the whole point of the movie is that she's being chased by another man. Well, he's a robot, so... <laughs> I guess gender neutral? No, apparently not. It's a he. <laughs> um, this is probably the least general neutral robot <laughs> that has ever been in existence. <laughs> Oh dear. Um, no, lately I've just been rewatching all of the Marvel movies, like starting uh, punch, over with punch, the MCU. Punch, punch, punch. Um, no, I got uh, I got my wife pretty well on board with, with watching them too. We've, we've literally this weekend we watched like probably four or five movies um, from from the MCU. I like you and your wife less now. Uh, and this has been <laughs> what it's about. <laughs> This has been What It's About. You can find us on Instagram at What It's About Pod. You can send us an email at What It's About Pod. No, yeah, at What It's About Pod at gmail.com. Our website is What It's About dot fun. And I think that's everything. Our intro song is Retro Electro by, by Mario, Mario Cole. Cole. Other music this week from Ashutosh Music, Mativ, and What a Boy. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time. Oh, like, like, like us and subscribe us and give us all the stars. Should we say that? No, it's a bit pathetic. Let's not put it. (laughs) (laughs) I need a time out. I've entertained myself too much.